Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders! Go, food needs refill! Happy St. Patrick's Day. I know. Bizarre, isn't it? And it seems like every time I do one of these now, it just becomes more strange, more distant. It is unlike anything we've ever seen and maybe will ever seen, hence the No Man's Land title uh, for both our Facebook Live and Twitter Live uh, features. A couple of things before we get started here on the St. Patrick's Day. By the way, happy St. Patrick's Day to you and yours. I got to get dressed up to some extent. I figured it's like 9 o'clock at night. I'm like, I better get going here. And a little bit later than that, I was going to do something earlier, and then I got caught up watching the news and doing a couple other things, and boom, before you know it, here she is, baby. It's almost 10 o'clock at night. So now what? Now what? It's a great question. And Sports-wise, you have NFL free agency. You and I both know we're not going to see anything here this spring. I don't know how we see an NBA Finals unless it gets pushed back to July. Um, You know, football season needs to be saved. I guess that's the primary focus right now. How do you save football season? And if you can save football season, that's great. I don't know how you do it. I don't at this point. Except hope that everything plateaus and evens out. And every American getting $1,000 potentially. All of these things that we're dealing with right now and what we're watching right now. We are in no man's land. We really, really are. So where do we go from here? I wanted to say something that I think is so fascinating because I am in the sports entertainment business. It's what I do. I entertain people via sports, as I always say, through wit, logic, and perspective. I hope when we look back on this 10 years from now, we kind of get a, I don't want to say get a chuckle because thousands of people are going to end up dying because of this thing. But I think what is so interesting about this is that the NBA, the National Basketball Association, was better prepared, had more foresight, had more intuition than our federal government did, than the Senate did, than the House did than pretty much anybody did. Federal government, the federal government, the Senate, the House, the governors, throughout all 50 states, the NBA led the way. The National Basketball Association is the one that set the trail. Isn't that, when you think about it, isn't that amazing? That Adam Silver and company, ready for this? Six days ago. Doesn't that seem like that was an eternity ago? A week ago. It was a week ago. It's it, it, Talk about a long time frame in a short amount of hours. Each day ends up, you, you think each day, and I know, you know 500 million years from now, the earth is going to rotate every 25 hours instead of every 24 hours. But it just seems like every day there's two or three hours added to each day. It just does. But I thought that was interesting that the NBA led the charge. So looking back on it, the National Basketball Association was in front of it. And maybe that's because one of their players tested positive and they understood the the ramifications of it. But they were ahead of everybody, ahead of every single entity, government agency, all of those things. So what now? 
And like you, there is a sense of worry, sense of fear here a little bit, a sense of apprehension as we try to figure out what's our next move. My business, the communication business, the entertainment business finds itself at a crossroads because you can't charge people for things right now. Can't, what are you going to charge them for? Even like movies and even like concerts, those are going to be wiped out anyway. I see that now certain Hollywood studios are streaming their projects and I, I get it. We're entering a time frame that we have never seen. And, you know, you look back to World War II that wiped out. Was it World War I, World War II that took the Indianapolis 500 off the table for a couple of years? You look around at different catastrophes that took place over time. Even when Ronald Reagan was shot, they, they still played the national championship game in college basketball that night. I we are even 9-11 could not get pushed the World Series back. You're gonna have more sporting events wiped out from this and more just events wiped out from this than you are ever going to have in the history of this country in the modern era in the last century. And that's just the truth. And it's it's why it's such a white knuckling moment. That's why it's such a air sucked out of the room moment, because we're going down a place that we've never gone down before. So nonetheless, if it seems bizarre, it should be bizarre. And, you know, what do you do? How do you do it? I have no idea. No idea how this is going to end up for any of us or what it looks like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days from now. I know a bunch of people are going to lose their jobs. I know, man, people are going to lose their fortunes. As long as you get your health and you get through it, I guess that's the glass half full angle but it's it's unprecedented and there is sporting events and sporting news going on so you know it's I don't know how many of these we're going to do before I'm not talking about this to start uh, but it's going to be that way for the foreseeable future I wonder you know I looked at what happened in the NFL today and free agent signing I'm going to talk about the NBA what the NBA did last year when you had an exciting free agency time. You did you had an exciting free agency time when LeBron and Anthony Davis end up in LA. You had, well, I guess that'd have been a year and a half ago. You have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving ending up in Brooklyn. You have Kawhi Leonard ending up with the Clippers. You had all these things that were taking place where these guys were shifting homes and shifting organizations. And, the NBA offseason was almost more exciting than the NBA playoffs. Not the case in the NFL, but what the NFL is going through with the quarterback movement is what took place last season with the NBA and its free agency. What you're seeing in quarterback movement now, what? Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis. Looks like Tom Brady's going to end up down the road in Tampa. Um, <laughs> it's just bizarre, isn't it? Just strange. It's strange. And who knows who's going to end up in New England when it's all said and done. And 
Cam Newton, his days in Carolina are over. Where does Cam Newton end up? Do the Jaguars trade Nick Foles? All of these things that are taking place, it's just a bizarre movement cycle in the NFL. But isn't it more interesting? And, you know, the day and age where a guy stays with a franchise for his whole career, the Derek Jeter's doing that, one place, one home, great. That That's pretty cool. But isn't sports more exciting when guys move around? Aren't sports better when big-name guys move? I mean, if LeBron would have stayed in Cleveland his whole career, you tell me, LeBron in Cleveland his whole career, if he has three NBA titles in Cleveland right now in his whole career, he's played his whole career in Cleveland, is that more exciting? Did that get you more engaged? Or did the decision, going to Miami, going back to Cleveland, going out to L.A., isn't LeBron James's career arc and what he's done more exciting him bouncing around than staying in Cleveland the whole time? Isn't Tom Brady going to Tampa create more storylines? Creates more drama, creates more angles? I am not against somebody staying their career, their whole career in one spot. Not. But we have guys at the end of their career deciding to move around, and this happens in sports. Look, Michael Jordan wasn't a bull his whole life. He ended up going to the Wizards the end, right? Uh, you look around, Joe Montana didn't stay in, in San Francisco the whole time. It's okay. A couple years, Brett Favre, it, it's okay. Shaq didn't stay in the same place. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't stay in the same place. So, yeah, you have some guys that moved around a little bit, especially at the end. That's kind of cool. And it's more engaging. It just is more engaging. Baseball, big contracts, you're just not going to have guys stay in the same place. And when they do, they're going to be unique. But this is one of these things that it's kind of a little bit of a misnomer when I see and read and hear people say, hey, you know what? Uh, I miss the good old days where, you know, you stayed with the same team your whole career, not the elite. And I hope that's the message and you watch free agency today. And it's going to be weird seeing Tom Brady in a, in a Bucks uniform. It's going to be weird seeing Phillip Rivers in a Colts uniform, Teddy Bridgewater in a Panthers uniform. I, yeah, Cam Newton in not a Panthers uniform. These things are going to be bizarre. They're going to be a little bit strange. But, but, big-time stars, big-time elite franchise quarterbacks, big-time NBA stars, big-time baseball stars, they never stayed in the same place. Quick, if you if you had to sit here and ask, if I asked you, name the top five pitchers in baseball the last 40 years, 30 years, top five pitchers in baseball the last 30 years, who would you say? Top five pitchers in baseball the last 30 years, and go. Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez. Man, like four teams each. <laughs> four or five teams each. But if I ask you, name me the top five basketball players of the last 30 years, and go. What would you say? Michael, Bo- Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Boom, boom. The only one you're going to have in the same place is Kobe Bryant, and he tried like crazy to get out of L.A. at times. So, superstars at the elite level are always moving around. 80, I, if you had to go back through and look, I would be willing to say 80 to 85% of Hall of Famers in all sports the last 30, 35 years, 80 to 85% played for more than one team. So, we'll see what Tom Brady can prove in Foxborough, or away from Foxborough, I should say.
And here's Belichick's chance to show everybody what he can do. Sometimes it's just time. Time to move on. Time to move on. But this whole thought process that, oh, my gosh, he's going to be in another uniform. Find me. You can count on two hands. What Tony Gwynn, Cal Ripken Jr., yeah, and Bay. neither of those guys have been playing. for Those guys have been retired for 20 years. 20 years they've been retired. So guys, you know, Jeter stayed in one spot. That's fine. Great. But even like the Tony Gwynn's and the Cal Ripken Jr.'s wouldn't have stayed in the same place their whole career anymore. So wouldn't have. And with where baseball contracts work, I, I don't know if Jeter would have stayed in New York. I don't. But I look at the NBA free agency last year and what took place and how much more exciting the NBA was this year before it got shut down compared to what we just saw in the NFL. Phillip Rivers crawling to the finish line in L.A. Okay. Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis in the AFC South that he instantly becomes, I mean, is he the best quarterback in the division? Is he better than Deshaun Watson? Probably not, but boy, the Colts are a contender now, aren't they? And we've said this time and time again. I said at the end of the year that the AFC goes through Kansas City now, and it's going to be that way for the next four or five years, and it is. It is. The NFC, where does the NFC go through? That's a good question. It's not going to go through Tampa. Just not. I know Tom Brady's going to come in and fix everything. Remember how the slow start the Patriots would get off to? Two and two four and three over the course of the last four or five years as they just tried to figure things out. You think they're going to mesh out of the gate? But it's more interesting. It's more interesting. You know what, guys, to hop from team to team to team to team, but look at look at sporting events. Look at franchises, teams that you follow. Everybody always talks about they love for love of the game, the team. It's all about the team. It's all about the team. It's all about the team. But then there's some same people that say it's all about the team. It's all about the team. You're the same people that get mad when a guy leaves to go to another team. If it's all about the team, where does it matter where he's going? You fall in, you know, over the years, your allegiance is to the name on the front of the jersey. You wouldn't, it'd be tough to be a college sports fan not doing that because the rollover or the rotation, every three, every three years, new guys basketball, it's new. You, you cheer for the name on the front of the jersey. Professionally, you used to cheer on the name for the back. Still do to some extent. Still do, but sports far more interesting with movement like this. Imagine if you hit next year and, you know, guys that have been in the league for a while and, and you know, Brady and Rivers, these guys are signing two years contracts. Drew Brees, you know, signing a two-year contract. You're going to have an influx of new guys coming into the NFL. I, I, I'd look at guys that are in the final year or the final year or two of their contract. And if you had even more movement, let's say, Drew Brees wanted to play somewhere else, okay? How's that a bad thing? Seeing guys at the twilight of their career with the same team, I'd much, the, the NFL would be so much more interesting with Tom Brady in Tampa and Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis. It's going to be. So that's a good thing. Um, the Jaguars, <laughs> they're in a full rebuild mode. And... With the draft, Dave Wydell talked about this. They need to draft an offensive lineman. They need to draft an offensive lineman. I know they were really, all the mocks had Isaiah Simmons at nine, depending on what they do. The fact that they went out and forked over $50 million for a linebacker today. What does that mean? I mean, 
Simmons plays a little bit of linebacker, a little bit on the line. You can go with Clayus Campbell going. I what do the Jags do at nine right now? Ninth overall. They can do anything, can't they? They can do anything, can't they? With the exception of running back. And if they move Nick Foles, if they trade Nick Foles, if this happens and the Jaguars trade Nick Foles, they can do pretty much anything except draft a running back. Because not that it would happen, because I think he's going to be long gone by then. I had to adjust my hat there. But could you imagine it's sitting there at nine if a Justin Herbert falls to him? If somebody would fall to them at nine, pretty much can do anything at nine. But they're in a what, – what are the Jags doing? What are they thinking? They're rebuilding. That's what they're doing. Calais Campbell, how can they trade him? Well, they're either going to cut him or trade him. And they got what? Fifth-round pick for him? So that, that's what they're up to. And there are two things – that are true about the Jaguars right now. Two. One, they're rebuilding. And two, this year's going to be awful. It's going to be brutal. They win four games. I don't know how they win more than four. I don't. Are they going to beat the Colts? With Phillip Rivers? Are they going to beat the Texans? Are going to beat the Titans? They may go goose egg and six in this division. They may. <laughs> when it's all said and done. So, you know, you look at the schedule and who they play, and they're going to win some games, but the whole tanking for Trevor thing, I think it's legit. I mean, they're not going to mean to tank on purpose. She's not going to be very good. It's going to be a brutal year. And two games in London, it's just going to be bad. Bad. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Kind of makes me not so sad that I'm going to be moving. Ooh, I snuck that in there, didn't I? Yeah, it's not. I, I haven't made the announcement yet. But I am leaving Jacksonville. I'm going to be moving in April. I kind of hinted at it over the course of a, a couple other podcasts and a couple other live videos that we've done. But, you know, examining everything that was going on and there's a bunch of cool places I got to, to visit and meet in a lot of interesting and neat places. Um, but with this coronavirus and what's going on and the fact that I haven't been on the air I want to get back on the radio radio I don't I love doing podcasts and I love doing social media live and and digital but I want to get back on the radio and coming up here in April I will be back on the radio actually I think it's about a, it's a little less than a month from today three and a half weeks almost four weeks yeah it's about four weeks from today so looking forward to that and uh, that announcement will come from my new employer but you'll be able to hear it on the web. But yeah, I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be leaving Jacksonville. It's been a cool five, almost five years here. It's been four years, nine months. Had a great run for up to me. You know, we could have got something done and I could have stayed a little bit longer, but that's just the way it works sometimes. So I need to thank everybody that's part of that. But yeah, I can hear I, Tom Brady made his announcement. I guess I can make my announcement uh, that my time here in Jacksonville is done. I'm going to be moving coming up here in April and I can't thank everybody. Um, for a great four and a half plus years here. So thank you very much. No Man's Land. Title of the uh, the feature tonight because we are in a no man's land. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Wish it could be more enthralling and more invigorating, but it's kind of where we are. A couple of reminders for everybody. Um, we have a YouTube channel, Seth Harp, Harp on Sports. Twitter, at Harp on Sports. Instagram, at Harp on Sports. Facebook, at Harp on Sports. Like, follow, and share for me if you would. Like, follow, and share. 
if you like, follow, and share, you run into me, say, hey, you said like, follow, and share, and you'd get me a beer. I'll, I will. I'll buy you a beer. I'll get you a beer. Like, sh- like, follow, share, like, share, follow, however you want to do it. <laughs> Any order that you want to do it in, and you run into me, I'll buy you a beer. Now I'm going to be moving away. Some of you will still have access to me. You may bump into me. I'll be back every now and then. Like, share, follow, follow, share, like, however you want to do it. And when you're running me, hey, man, I liked your post. You show me where you liked it. I'll buy you a beer when I see you. How about that? Everybody have an enjoyable St. Patrick's Day. What's left of it? Well, it's past 10 o'clock now. I wanted to give you a little sports, little buzz here on this 317-2020. Everybody stay safe. Be smart. Be intelligent. I mean, this self-quarantine and you know, social distancing, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. And it should be weird. It should feel different. But we're going to be cool. As long as we're smart, wash our hands, take care of things, be intelligent about this. And it's scary. It should be scary. Because, again, it's. I was trying to find an example of what it feels like, and there's nothing that it feels like because we have nothing to measure it against. We have nothing to measure it against. But I'll keep popping on here. And now that social distancing is taking place in all this, I'm going to try to cut more than three a week. I don't know if I'm going to do every single night, um, podcast every night, video every night, audio every night, because quite frankly, where we are right now, I don't know if there's enough information for every night. Uh, But we will continue to provide you content and try to have a good time. Any suggestions, anything you want to hear, anything you want to do, it's no man's land. So... We're here for you, baby. Again, like, follow, share, share, follow, like, harp on sports. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Do I have any Guinness in here? I think I do. No, I don't. Ooh, but I do have some Jameson. Have your St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Stay safe. Be smart. We'll talk to you soon.